Greetings and welcome back to another and ongoing series of Shirim Adaf Yomi. We're picking up in the middle of our discussion about the Machlokot Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda uh, in the in the second half of Mishnah Aleph of the third parak, or in Daf Chavtet Amud Aleph at the very bottom. He said that the only machloket, unlike what we had earlier with it, it's a double parallel machloket, both at the time the thing fell and afterwards, he says the only machloket is bishat nefilah. So then what's the status after it fell down that Rameir and Yehuda would agree? Everybody would agree that if you don't take ownership of it, then you're patur for what happens. I like Rameir de Machai, but Rameir says you're chayav. So now we have to turn around. If Rabbi Lazar is going to say that everybody agrees about lachar nefila, then it means they all agree chayav. Va'aikar Rabbanan, meaning Rabbi Yehuda de Patri, they say you're exempt. Elamai b'shat nefila, af b'shat nefila. Kamashvalan kenabaye. So what did Rabbi Lazar meant when he said b'shat nefila? He didn't mean only, but he meant also. The machlokot is also b'shat nefila, exactly like Abaye said that there are two machlokot. Now Rabbi Yochanan Amar. Lachar nefila machloket. The only machloket is the achar nefila. Avashar nefila mai divra kol patur. Says everybody agrees that if you're the one who dropped it and at that point somebody else got hurt, then um, you are patur. Ah, v'hamidika amar Rabbi Yochanan lekaman. Later on, Rabbi Yochanan is going to say lo teima matnitin rameir he. Don't claim that our mission is only Rameir. Damar Nitkal Poshehu, because Rameir is of the opinion that Nitkal Poshehu, which means at the time of Nefila, you do take liability for what happened. Pchald Rameir Machayev. So how could Rabbi Yochanan say that everybody agrees that at the time of Nefila, at your Patur, and the only dis- dispute is about afterwards? Elamai, how do we interpret it? Divrakol Chayav. It must be the opposite. Rabbi Yochanan says that Pishat Nefila everybody agrees you're Chayav, and it's Lachar Nefila Machloket. Ah, but that doesn't work either. From the very fact that he identifies Rameir as having the, you, as the unique opinion of Nid Kaposhehu, obviously the Rabbanan disagree and say you're Patur. What Rabbi Yochanan meant to say was that in our case, the Rabbanan are Poter, why Da'anusu? Because he didn't put the thing there. We're now uh, envisioning our Mishnah as a composite of all of Mishnah Aleph, and there are three players. The original guy who put it there, the second guy who fell into it, and the third guy who then tripped up on it. So the second guy who hit it is Anus. So now the difference between Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Lazar is Rabbi Yochanan is going to maintain that the exemption of Rabbi Yehuda, meaning Rabbanan, in our Mishnah, is unique to this case because you're not the one who put it there in the beginning. You just interacted with it and, and turned it into a mazik by breaking it. But in a regular case, you would be chayav even if you were mafkir afterwards. Now, itmar, we're going to see sort of a roundabout way of getting back to this. Mafkir nezakav. What if you're mafkir? You're you're nezek. Rabbi Yochanan Rolazer. Chadamar chayav. Chadamar patur. Okay, we know that Rabbi Yochanan Rolazer disagree about whether you're whether you're exempt or not. If you're mafka then is akim. So lame amanda machayev kermeyer. So this is very simple. Why don't we say that whichever one of the two, we don't know who it is, who says your chayav holds like kermeyer, amanda patar kerabanan. No, alibir meyer kuliyamalo pligi. Everybody agrees according to meyer chayav. The machlokin is within the rabbanan. Ki pligi alibir rabbanan. Man de patar, the one who says patur kerabanan, straight up like the rabbanan who say unless you meet kaven, you're you're patur, which means unless you try to take ownership, if you're mafka then you're patur. 
Umandamachayev, the one who says Mafkir Zakav Yachayav, will say, I'll leave it to Rabbanan. Just like we saw a, a couple seconds ago, that the Rabbanon only exempt you in a case like ours, because the thing broke by itself. But if you put a mazik down, that's already a mazik, you put it down deliberately, and then you mafkir it, then the Rabbanon agree with your chayiv. Now, question is, who said, who took that position? So we're going to start off by saying this time, we're going to assume that's Rabbalazar said Chayav, which is not the way that we ended just before this piece. We said Rabbi Yochanan is the one who said that in a regular case of Mafkir Nezakav, everybody says you're Chayav. Now we're suggesting that that's Rabbalazar. Why? So now Rabbalazar is quoting a Tana. There are two things that you don't own, and the, te- the text gave you liability for them as if you owned them. What are they? You go and dig a pit in Rabim. You don't own it, yet the Torah puts liability on you for it. Chametz, in the afternoon of, uh, of Pesach, of Yudal Benisan, uh, from midday on, even though the Torah takes it out of your shoot, you have no property rights on it. You can, can't do, make any kinyanim with it. Nonetheless, you're liable for owning it. So, tistayim, so it sounds like Rabbalazar is the one who says that something that you're mafkir, nonetheless, you're responsible for. So, so that would seem to be his approach. Now, miyam Rabbalazar Rachi, but Rabbalazar didn't really say that. Viyam Rabbalazar Ipcha, Rabbalazar is the one who said the opposite, did not. We have this Mishnah coming up on the next Talmud. Somebody finds a piece of feces and they turn around to see whether it's worth it for them to take to use for fertilizer or whatever. And then they drop it. And somebody else comes and gets hurt on it. The fellow who turned it around is Chayav. What was his comment about it? That's only if the guy really intended to make a Kenyan and then walked away. Meaning, if you're mafkir, it's patur. A mafkir is a kav patur. So how could Rabbi Lezer be the one who said chayav? Remember, Rabbi Lezer quoted Rabbi Shmuel as saying, "Your borber shatavim is not yours, but you're chayav for it anyways." So how do we how do we put this together? He says, "You know what the case there is, where Rabbi Lezer says that you're not chayav. That's when you put it exactly back into its original place. You thought about taking it, you picked it up, you turned it over, and you put it exactly back the way that it was." So Amaravina's defense of Rabalazar's position or explanation is modeled after the following. A guy found an open pit, and then he covered it, and then he uncovered it. Now, the problem is that in that case, the guy who uncovers it is um is is not is Chayav. Whereas this guy was saying is Patur because he put it back where it was. He said to Ravina, that's not a good analogy. When you, um, when you turn the thing over, you haven't changed anything. Here you covered it up, so it was a covered pit, then you uncovered it. You totally undid the first guy's actions, and that's why you're chayav. You know what this case is like? It's like finding a pit and filling it up and then redigging it. Now you're chayav. Now you've totally undone the first guy's actions. And it's yours. Which is then similar to the guy turning the uh, the thing around and leaving it in another place. Um, and and then the analogy is good. And that's why you're chayav. 
So if that's the case, how, why does Rabbi Lazar say patur? He said he turned it over lower than three, meaning he never made a kinyan on it. That's why. So why does Rabbi Lazar have to take that Mishnah, the Mishnah that's coming up in uh, half an Amud, and say that the interpretation of it is a case where, according to the way we're reading it now, according to Ravashi, where he turned it over on the ground without picking it up, and the Tama Dechini Kavenis Kotpa, and the only case in which he would be Chayiv is if he had intent to be Zoha, Chayimin Kavenis Kotpa Lo, why do you have to do that? We'll just make a regular case where we picked it up to look at it. And the minute that you move the Nezek big enough or high enough that it's that it's it's, uh, it's a, a new sort of action, like redigging the pit, then you're Chayav. So why does Rabbi Lazar have to go through these motions to come up with this weird Ukimta? So Rabbi Manitin Shite, the answer is that Rabbi Lazar is bothered by the Mishnah itself. My Hafach, why does the Mishnah say Hafach? Why doesn't it say picked it up? What is that? Rabbi Lozer comes to say, anytime it says hafach, that means you turned it over like on the ground and you never made a Kenyan. You're kind of taking at it. You know, if you sometimes you see something in the street and you're not sure if you want to pick it up or not, so you're going to kick it and dig it over. You don't want to touch it at all. You don't know what it is until you finally turn it over and see that it is what you're looking for and it doesn't have any things that are dangerous, then you pick it up. Now, if that's the case, we finally concluded that Rabbi Lazar is of the opinion that Chayav, Mavkirin is Akav, Chayav, and the only reason that in that case you weren't Chayav was because it never went above three Tvachim, and you never made a Kenyan on it. So remember, we started this piece by saying, Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Lazar, one of them says Chayav, one says Patur, so Rabbi Yochanan must say Patur. Since one is Rabbi Yochanan say Patur, this is coming up also in the next Tamud, if somebody buries a thorn or a piece of glass in the ground, let's say he puts thorns into his wall, into his fence. fence fell over. Somebody else was hurt by it. The guy who put the thorns is chayav. That's only if you set them up so that they really move out of the fence. If you draw it in, patur. Now, Matsamsem, my time of Patur, now we're analyzing Rabbi Yochanan. Why are you Patur from Matsamsem? Because it's as if you put a bore in your own Rashut, and then you opened it up to the Rabbim, like Mafkir, which means Mafkir Nezakav Patur. So the same thing, if you have a wall, and you move the wall slightly in to your, uh, inside of your, uh, property boundary, and you got the thorns there, then you're Patur, because it's like a bore in your own property that you're Mafkir. But here we see that Rabbi Yochanan says, Why are you patur when you're mitzamtsen? Because you pulled it into your own property. That means that if it was birshutar abim, you'd be chayav, so mafkirin is akav chayav. And you just got through trying to prove that Rabbi Yochanan said patur. So lo, liolam emelacha, mafkirin is akav patur. I could defend it. Mitzamtsen, my tama patur. Why are you patur if you draw it in? People don't go and rub up against walls, and therefore you put it in a place. If you, as long as you drew it in, uh, you put it in a place that really nobody should get hurt by it. Now, now we've come to the point of saying, Ah, Rabbi Yochanan really says patur, and everything's fine. But Rabbi Yochanan halacha kistam mishnah. This is something that Rabbi Yochanan says all the time. At least we quote it all the time. The halacha always follows the unattributed mishnah. Utnan, and what do we have coming up? Chayav, bingo, bore. You dig a bore b'shutar abim, 
and that means just your mafkir nezakav, your chayav. So Aliyah Rabbi Yochanan Mar Chayav. Rabbi Yochanan must be the one who said Chayav. Rabbi Yochanan Mar Chayav, Rabbi Mar Patur. And that leads us with only one, leaves us with only one problem. Now everything Rabbi Yochanan says works fine. And Rabbi Yochanan is of the opinion, both as far as the, his interpretation of the Mishnah of Matzniyat Akotz, and also his statement of Allah Kistav Mishnah, all work fine. Mafkir Nezakav Chayav. Meaning, you put a, a, a mazik out in Rishad Rabbim and you're mafkir, you're still Chayav for what happens. But if that's the case, then that means Rabbi Lazar said patur, because remember we said one says chayav, one says patur. And Rabbi Lazar said patur, but remember Rabbi Lazar was the one who quoted Rabbi Shmuel as saying, there are two things you don't own that the Torah puts in your property, which is a classic expression of mafkir nezakav chayav. Ay, vamar, Rabbi Lazar, mishum Rabbi Shmuel, v'chulei. So the answer is lo kasha hadidei hadrabei. It's very simple. Rabbi Lazar himself holds mafkir nezakav patur. And quoting his Rebbe, Rabbi Shmuel, uh, then, in that case, he, he quotes him as saying, Chayav. Right? So, um, so, Rabbi Elazar himself is of the opinion Patur. Rabbi Yochanan is of the opinion Chayav. Rabbi Elazar quotes a statement in the name of Rabbi Yishmael, who's not directly his Rabbi, but in the name of Rabbi Yishmael, um, and that statement really expresses the idea of Chayav, but that's not Rabbi Elazar's own sentiment. Okay, we'll hold it off at this point. We'll pick up Emir Hashem in the next podcast at Mishnah Bet, and then Mishnah Gimel, which are on Daf Lamed Amud Aleph. Everybody should have a wonderful day.